Hello. Welcome to the Haas Lady Podcast, where I help you declutter your life and your home. week. I am so excited about this episode. I have been working on this for a couple of weeks. I tried to do it last week, but the the sickness took over and I did not have it in me. So um, if you're new here, I'll just introduce myself real quick. I am Becky. I am the Hoss Lady. That is H-O-S-S, Home Organization Simplification Specialist. And I am doing this podcast so that I can reach as many families and individuals as possible so that I can help save them a little bit of pain and energy in getting a better mindset about decluttering their homes. So before I get into day, to today's topic, I want to thank everyone for being here and for joining the 52 Weeks to a Clutter-Free Life Challenge And if you're new to this and have no idea what I'm talking about, we are doing a 52-week challenge on Facebook where we are taking an entire year to stick together and lift each other up to get our homes organized. And never fear, you can still join at any time. So if you're listening to this in the middle of the summer, just find me on Facebook at The Haas Lady, or you can find more details on my website, thehaaslady.com which will be up and running very soon, thanks to my amazingly talented sister. All right, so we all know I have three rules and three steps. So let's review the three rules. We don't judge, we don't cheat, and we don't quit. And the three steps. We declare, we clear, and we reset. So, if we are following the three steps and the three rules, step one is declare rule number one, we don't judge. Think about it. A declaration is a statement. It's not an opinion. It's not a judgment. So, you see the correlation there? We're going to declare and not judge. Step number two is clear. And rule number two is we do not cheat. So when we clear out the space, we are completely clearing out the space, everything out, no cheating. And in that, we also have to be honest with ourselves and make hard decisions by being honest with ourselves. We're not going to cheat ourselves out of a stress-free life. So we're not going to cheat. We do not cheat in the clearing step. Okay? All right. Step number three is reset. Rule number three, we do not quit. Once you have reset a space, you have the things that fit in that space and nothing else. So when you walk by and find something that doesn't belong, you don't ignore it. You just remove it. And you will do this over and over and over again. Every time you walk by it, if we're following rule number three that says never quit, this is a clear path to maintaining your spaces once they are reset. And we are going to be doing these three things over and over and over again. 
That is what creates the habit, guys. When you create a habit of being organized and tidy, you're just going to have to accept the fact that you're going to be doing this forever. (laughs) A super, super simple example of this is the kitchen sink. Since that's been my focus lately, the kitchen sink, I have declared, is to rinse the dirty dishes or stage them before they go in the dishwasher. I am determined to keep my sink clear. So I will walk by it occasionally and declare, damn it, who put this cup in there? I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. I will walk by and I will see the cup in there. And since I have declared that sink is to only stage dirty dishes before they go in the dishwasher, what I do is I just clear the sink by loading the dishwasher. Then the space is empty and now reset. You make your bed every morning. You're resetting that space. And if you aren't making your bed every morning, try it for a little while. I promise it's awesome. At the end of the day, you clear off your desk. You're resetting that space. The resetting is the important part. This is where the magic is. We do not quit resetting, and that is okay. That is what you're going to need to understand more than anything. Because getting frustrated that people use dishes after you have loaded the dishwasher is pointless. It will happen, and it will happen a lot. Just make the decision that we aren't going to judge someone for using a dish and just reset the space. You will spend 10 seconds resetting your space, or you can spend a lifetime holding resentment towards the people who use the damn dish. (laughs) Not a great way to live. And this is because you have planted thoughts about laziness and disrespectful and inconsiderate. But okay, I'm getting away with myself here. I'm not going to get into that yet. We will for sure talk about these things and how to deal with that later down the road. So if you're starting this 52 weeks to a clutter-free life challenge with us, here's a great way to start figuring out where things go in your home. And look, we all have different spaces. So your space is going to be unique. And this is not a one-size-fits-all program. So with that in mind, let me take the spaces of my home. I give them a function. Then... I fit my belongings into these spaces. Kind of like Walmart. (laughs) Think about going into a store like Target or Walmart, and you're walking down the aisle and everything is on its declared space. And there isn't any extra stuff piled in on top of it. If it doesn't fit on the shelf, they don't put it out yet. And the space (laughs) is declared where the merchandise that fits gets to be displayed. And I understand that I'm talking ideally, but you understand. Like if you were to walk into a Walmart at like six o'clock in the morning, right after it's been stocked and everything's organized. But then, you know, like, have you ever been to the store on an afternoon, like maybe Black Friday or the night before Valentine's Day? And you're trying to find something, but your entire brain shuts down because the store is in complete and utter chaos. Bins of products everywhere, nothing in its place. And you just kind of feel like turning around and walking out. I have done that 
Honestly, your subconscious keeps track of everything you see. The more stuff laying around and out of order and in disarray, the more your brain is trying to process everything it sees. It is lighting up in a thousand different ways, and that is why so often we get stressed out in situations like that. Some people are able to just put on their blinders and elbow their way through the chaos and not have an issue. But their subconscious is logging everything the conscious brain isn't tracking. So imagine your home being the department store. Are you a Black Friday hot mess? <laughs> or maybe just a little bit of a grocery store after a Sunday afternoon rush. Either way, your house is like a store. You have departments. You have stock. You have areas for each type of thing you own. You have the garden center. It's your garage. You have the kitchen. The bathroom. The bedding. Even the clothes are divided up into men's, women's, kids. Everything has a place. You need socks, you go to the sock aisle. You need medicine, you go to the pharmacy. You need cleaning supplies, you go there. So here's the thing. Some people have little houses and they just need less stock. Some people have big houses and are able to carry more stock. Your home is not going to suddenly poop out another room just because you keep buying shit to put in it. So you have to make the home the vessel to hold your things that fit. Now, you can have overstock, and we can talk about that in another episode. I do buy things in bulk, even living in my tiny little apartment. But I have all my overstock in one area, and I do not overly overstock my overstock shelf. <laughs> I am also not one of those people who do those restocking TikToks, even though God, I could watch those for hours. They're so satisfying. But I tried to do this at a client's house once, and she's family, so I can talk about this. But she kept an entire box of garbage bags. And I mean like the big box from Amazon with the four mega rolls of bags in it. She kept that thing under her kitchen sink, along with the four giant bottles of dish soap. And every time someone had to go in there to find something, you had to move everything around just to find anything. So I tried to move all her extra things down to the basement in an overstock area, where I also moved her 17 boxes of tissues that I found in about seven different places throughout her house. She said she just kept forgetting where she put the tissues, so she just kept buying more. Does that sound familiar? So, yeah, it's okay to have an overstock place. That's a great idea. So, speaking of the overstock, though, my tiny apartment has departments like Walmart. My kitchen. I have the grocery area, the pantry. I have an appliance area. I have a little cube storage shelf for my little countertop-sized appliances like the Crock-Pot and Instapot. Under the sink, I have only the kitchen cleaning supplies. I have the spice cabinet. I have the pots and pans cabinet. I have the gadget drawer. And the rule is, guys, if it doesn't fit, it doesn't stay. Every space in my kitchen has a function. And the only thing that goes in those spaces are the things for that function. But I do have a confession. <laughs> I do have one cabinet that is a total hot mess right now. 
I'm likely going to go through that very soon. But it is the catch-all for weird shit. It is a weird cabinet because it's the door is like six inches wide. But the cabinet's like Narnia. Like there's a whole other world in there with like zero sunlight. And like small children or elves probably live in there. I don't know. But I'm guilty of putting things in there that otherwise don't have a home. Like the weird shit goes in the weird cabinet. But I am putting that cabinet on my list of 52 things. Shoot, I might even go live on Facebook when I decide to conquer that. Won't that be a hoot? <laughs> I am already breaking rule number one and judging myself. Lord have mercy. So anyway, back to it. The kids' stuff go to the kids' department. The bathroom cleaning supplies stay in the bathroom. The batteries are in the electronics department, also known as the remote control drawer in my living room. Office supplies are in the office and in the desk. The books are on the bookshelves. The pet supplies are all in the pet closet. The craft supplies are all together in a box so that I can just pull them out when I need it. You get the idea. So when you're trying to figure out where to put something, just ask yourself, what is the thing and where would I find it in a store? A bobby pin. Okay, that, this is, this is going to be mind-blowing. You're going to find a bobby pin. Your first instinct is just to shove it in a drawer somewhere. I can't tell you how many bobby pins I have found in my living room drawer, but that's not where it goes. That is the health and beauty area. And so it goes with your hair and makeup supplies, right? If you have like a random post-it note, again, you might want to just shove it in a drawer. No, a pad of post-it notes go in the office or in the desk. And if you don't have an office or a desk, you just make an area for that kind of thing. And if you want a whole shoe department in your living room as you walk in, great. No judgments. But if you don't, it really is okay to put the shoes in the bedrooms. All the medicine should be in one central location. And yes, the band-aids can go in there too. You have tools? Keep them all together. The overstock goes all together in one central location. So you can say, oh, I need more paper towels. Let me go check the back. <laughs> so you have a department store. You might have too much stuff. So when you're putting together your list of areas to declutter, start with looking at your spaces to determine what that space's function will be. The space is most important. You can get rid of stuff. You can't poop out more space. We do not live at Hogwarts and ain't nobody got a room of requirement. Oh my God, could you imagine? I can't tell you how many times I have watched those movies and wanted to just go in there and like, mm, whew. people see chaos. I'm like, oh my God, that would be so much fun. <laughs> I was just telling my Joe, I call him my Joe because after a year or more of dating and the fact that we're well older than girl and boyfriend, anyway, I just call him my Joe. So I was telling him the other day that in order to get someone's house really organized, like I help them in person, <laughs> it would take me several days because I will think I like something in one place and then move it, which is totally fine. Sometimes you just have to adjust. So I was helping him set up his kitchen in his new house. And here we are two weeks later, and I am dying to go over there and change something. It is driving me bonkers. <laughs> and 
And that is what I probably would do if I helped people in person. I'd make changes in my head long after and people probably wouldn't want me showing up at their doorstep at 10 p.m. because I couldn't sleep because we put the dish towels in the wrong place. <laughs> so anyway, taking this analogy even further, these department stores change their stock up from time to time, right? New trends come through and with that new products. So they sell off their not cool merchandise to a liquidator and make room for some new stuff. Sometimes they will try to clearance off things and sometimes that works. I like to think of that as kind of like staging for a yard sale. You can move all the stuff into one big staging area to sell it at a low discounted price. By the way, I love yard sales. It's people literally paying you to haul away your crap. Come on. Whoever thought of this, brilliant. But you aren't going to keep too much stuff in your home because you're going to get rid of the things that do not fit in your home. You aren't going to keep expired food, so you don't keep expired clothes, gadgets, tools, bedding, decorations, toys. So what you're doing is you are assigning all the spaces in your house a function. So that's step number one, right? It's declare. This is what you are doing. You are mentally declaring the spaces in your home first. Remember, we can change as we go along. But it does help to make a decision up front about where you're going to keep the stock of your home. And then you get to go in and clear and reset the spaces. And I will cover those two next week. I will deep dive into the clearing and the resetting. Well, guys, Merry Christmas. You all have given me the gift of just being here and listening. And thank you so much for that. Speaking of, I want to give a shout out to Maggie from Washington for listening and leaving a super nice review. She says, Becky's voice is soothing and encouraging. I started implementing her recommendations from day one. I have already completely cleaned and decluttered two areas of my house, and I am getting ready to start the next one. Her steps work if you follow them. My environment feels so fresh and inviting. Maggie, congratulations on getting off to such an amazing start, and thank you for that sweet review. Guys, if you want a little shout out, just leave me a review. And if you're trying to find me on the Facebook, just look for the Haas Lady. And we are doing the 52 weeks to a clutter-free life challenge. It is in no particular starting date. We are going to start together as a group on January 1. But if you want to start later on down the road, it is fine with me. There is no right or wrong to this. All I want for you is a year from now to be a master at keeping an organized and tidy home. Okay? Guys, your call to action. Let's get our 52 items, our 52 spaces to organize. Um, you also, if you are in the Facebook group, there is a workbook. Um, go out there and look for it. It is, a, it is a file. So you can find that workbook and print it off, or you can download it onto like a GoodNotes app or something if you are a digital person. And... We are going to knock this out. Super excited for y'all. Have a Merry Christmas and I will see y'all next week. Let's get to it. 
Hey guys, thank you so much for listening to my Haas Lady podcast. My name is Becky and I cannot wait to share more ideas with you to help you get your environment and your mind to a more organized space. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please leave me a review and share with your friends. Until next time, let's get to it.